Let us pray. Our gracious Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, as believers, help us not to remain like babies. Help us to mature in our faith. Help us to mature in the knowledge of your holy scriptures. Help us not to just drink milk, but may we be ready to eat solid food. Lord, help us to exercise our senses to discern between good and evil. So teach us your word, Lord. Even today, may your Holy Spirit humble us and help us to receive your instruction through your word. Illumine the text unto us, Lord. Remove all distractions and help us to focus upon your word. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I think we are all very familiar with this word. Procrastination. The dictionary explains procrastination in this way. An action of delaying or postponing something. An action of delaying or postponing something. We have heard of flights delayed, trains delayed, etc., often due to some legitimate reasons, such as weather. During winter months, many flights can be delayed or even canceled. Sometimes students may procrastinate their homeworks or assignments. Sometimes those who work in the office or companies may delay or procrastinate their work. So we are very familiar with this word procrastination. But in this passage, we will see how procrastination takes place. And uh, procrastination is not something positive. It is indeed negative. So we will see one particular person who had the attitude of procrastination. Shall we find out who he was? Before that, let us review. Last week in the previous passage, we learned about the prosecution of Paul and defense of Paul. Today we will examine this text under two headings. Number one, judgment delayed, judgment delayed, verses 22 and 23, judgment delayed. Second, gospel acceptance delayed, gospel acceptance delayed. Judgment delayed, gospel acceptance delayed. 
So let us begin by looking at the first heading, judgment delayed. So let us pick up at verse 22. Look at verse 22. But when Felix heard these things, having more accurate knowledge of the way, he adjourned the proceedings and said, When Lysias the commander comes down, I will make a decision on your case. Felix heard these things. So what is meant by these things? Well, Felix heard Paul's defense against the accusations made by the Jews. But then Felix also heard the first dose of the gospel from the lips of Paul. Felix heard concerning hope in God. Felix heard concerning the resurrection of the dead, both the believers and the unbelievers. But then after hearing Paul's defense, what was Felix's verdict? What was his decision or judgment on Paul? Well, Felix did not pass judgment upon Paul. On the contrary, he adjourned the proceedings. He postponed the proceedings. He procrastinated the judgment on Paul. And he gave a lame reason. And what was that lame reason? Look at verse 22. When Lysias, the commander, comes down, I will make a decision on your case. The question is this. What has Lysias got to do with the judgment? Moreover, we do not hear further about the coming of Lysias or any evidence presented by him. We don't hear anything about Lysias subsequently. So it seems that the purpose of Felix was to delay the judgment upon Paul. Procrastination. He procrastinated the judgment upon Paul. Why? Why did he do that? Well, we can find at least two reasons in this passage. Number one, bribe. Look at verse 26. Meanwhile, he, referring to Felix, also hoped that money would be given him by Paul, that he might release him. So Luke tells us that Felix planned to keep Paul in custody until he receives the bribe, the bribe money. And it is very clear from this verse that he was ready to release on the basis when he receives a bribe money from Paul. Do you see? It is all about money not about justice. And this is how the powerful oppress the weak and the poor. 
even in the Old Testament, the powerful Jews exploited the weak and the power, the weak and the poor, by bribes. And what did God do? God expected them to repent of their sins and turn to God. And so we see the same thing happening in this passage. A powerful leader or person oppressing the weak for money. Nevertheless, Felix ordered his centurion to grant freedom to Paul. He told the centurion to, not to forbid the visitation of his friends or provide needful things for Paul. In other words, Paul experienced liberty in the Romans' custody. He received certain privilege because he was a Roman citizen. And Felix expected in return bribes. Hence, Felix delayed judgment upon Paul. Bribe, that was his first reason for the delayed judgment upon Paul. The second reason is this. Favor to Jews. Favor to Jews. Felix, the governor of Judea, did not want to offend the Jews. He wanted the Jews to have a good opinion of him. He wanted to win their favor. He wanted to be in their good books. Notice, for two years, Felix procrastinated the judgment on Paul. For two years, Paul was detained. See, if Felix had found Paul guilty, then he would not have delayed in his judgment, but would have ordered the punishment for Paul to be carried out. But he did not. He knew that Paul was not guilty, but he wanted to please the Jews. He did not want to offend them. He showed favor to the Jews. Now listen to the words of one commentator, which I have read before. Quote, Rulers always keep one eye on public opinion. And when they are torn between justice and expediency, it is a rare ruler who will keep his eyes on justice. The idea of political expediency is a temptation that comes to everyone in position of leadership or power and we face it and feed it ourselves in our own culture. Unquote. Rulers always keep one eye on public opinion. What is the public opinion concerning me right now? What is my poll? Do the people like me? That's what the rulers are looking for. They want to please the people. They're not so much interested in serving justice. 
That's what we read from this quote. So this description of evil rulers seemed to be correct. Felix wanted to have a good public opinion. He wanted to please the Jews. And we also learned that Felix was not a good governor. One commentator wrote that Felix was the most corrupt and incompetent governor. During his rule, no one enjoyed peace in Judea. There were insurrections, assassinations of Roman soldiers and Roman citizens. Felix was more concerned about his personal gain and was a crooked governor. Felix was more concerned about his personal gain. Hence, Felix had no interest in serving justice for Paul. Pleasing the Jews was more important to him. Receiving bribes was more important to him, personal gain. Do we see these characteristics in many politicians today? I'm not saying all, but many. Sadly, many are for personal gain, favor, public opinion, and not about justice. I'm saying this because from this you can agree with me that how relevant is the Bible then and today? The truths found in the Bible were applicable in those days as well as are applicable today. Felix procrastinated judgment for Paul. Not only he delayed judgment, but he also delayed acceptance of the gospel. So we come to the second heading, gospel acceptance delayed. So look at verse 22. Felix heard these things. Felix heard the prosecution and defense of Paul. But then let us not overlook this. Felix also heard the gospel. He heard hope in God. He heard the resurrection of the dead, both believers and unbelievers. And Luke tells us that Felix had more accurate knowledge of the way. Felix had more accurate knowledge of the way. The way represented Christians or followers of Jesus Christ. The way represented the first century Christian. Now, how did he acquire accurate knowledge of the way? How did Felix acquire the knowledge concerning Christianity? Number one, maybe from his wife, Drusilla. She was a Jewish woman, as we are told in the text. And Drusilla was Felix's third wife. Felix was Drusilla's second husband. And Drusilla was 16 when Felix 
found her and persuaded her to leave her first husband. Drusilla was not even 20 at this time in this text. But anyway, Felix could have acquired the knowledge of Christianity through his, his wife, Drusilla. Second, maybe Felix learned about Christianity from the Christians in Caesarea. Remember, Caesarea was the hometown of Cornelius. And there Peter preached in the house of Cornelius, and many were saved. Cornelius and his family were baptized. Moreover, Paul ministered in Caesarea for some time. So Felix might have learned about Christianity from other Christians who were residing in Caesarea. But we cannot say for certain. Felix, after some days, summoned Paul to appear before him and his wife, Drusilla. And Paul explained faith in Christ. Faith in Christ. If I were to ask you, how would you explain faith in Christ? I'm not sure how Paul might have explained. But let me lay down before you the Shorter Catechism question 86, which explains what is faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, ready? Faith in Jesus Christ is a saving grace, whereby we receive and rest upon Him alone for salvation, as He is offered to us in the gospel. Let me repeat. Faith in Jesus Christ is a saving grace, okay? Faith is a gift. We can only receive it by grace, and it is called saving grace. Faith in Jesus Christ is a saving grace whereby we receive and rest upon Him, meaning receive and rest upon Christ alone for salvation as Christ is offered to us in the gospel. So that is faith. And Felix and Drusilla heard the doctrine of faith in Christ from Paul. Moreover, on the same occasion, Paul reasoned with them three important things. Righteousness, self-control, and judgment. Righteousness, self-control, and judgment. Felix so far had already heard things like hope in God and re resurrection from the dead from Paul. But now, Paul touches on the subject matter on righteousness, self-control, and the judgment. And the question is, why? Why did Paul touch on these three things? Righteousness. Okay, this word righteousness comes from the word obviously righteous. And Paul explains in the book of Romans that in this world, there is no one righteous. In this world, there's no one righteous, whether Jews or Gentiles. No one is righteous in this world. And the word righteous 
comes from the word right. So the question is this, how can one be made right with God? How can you make yourself right with God? There is only one way. We need Christ's righteousness. And that we can only receive by faith in Christ. So do you see the connection in Paul's teaching and preaching? And of course, Felix was not a righteous person. He was not living a righteous life. He was an unbeliever. And Paul was touching on this matter, righteousness. Second, self-control. Felix and Drusilla did not display self-control because they both sinned. Felix left his second wife for Drusilla and Drusilla left her first husband for Felix. They were not able to control their sexual desires and lusts. And moreover, Paul teaches about self-control in the book of Galatians, Galatians chapter 5. Self-control is the fruit of the Spirit. And Paul touches on this. Third, judgment. All will be judged on that day, on the day of judgment, on the day of resurrection. When all will appear, before Christ, both believers and unbelievers, to give an account of their deeds. And Paul preached concerning judgment already in Acts chapter 17 in Athens, Greece. Listen to this, Acts chapter 17 verse 30. Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent because God has appointed a day on which God will judge the world in righteousness by the man. Of course, the man Jesus, whom God has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. I'm very sure that Paul would have preached that Jesus will be the judge on that day of judgment to Felix and Drusilla, just like how he preached in Athens, Greece. I cannot imagine how Felix would have reacted hearing these pricking words. He would have been very uncomfortable and perhaps squirmed. How did Felix, Felix respond? Going back to Athens, in Athens, Greece, when Paul preached a sermon on resurrection, righteousness, and judgment, how did the philosophers respond? And let me read to you the response, Acts chapter 17, verse 32. And when they heard, meaning the people in Athens, when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, while others said, we will hear you again on this matter. We will hear you again on this matter. In other words, 
some people procrastinated in responding to the gospel. And similarly, we notice Felix responding in the same way. When Paul proclaimed judgment, Felix was afraid. He was terrified. He was frightened. And how did the terrified Felix respond? He commanded Paul to go away. Look at verse 25. Felix was afraid and answered, Go away for now. When I have a convenient time, I will call for you. Felix was afraid. He was afraid over what might be the consequences. That is judgment. Felix did not show any remorse over his sin. There was no repentance over his sin. He was more worried about the consequences, not about his sin. Remember the Philippian jailer who asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? That is the correct response and question. What must I do to be saved? And Paul and his companions answered in this way, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, you and your household. In other words, the Philippian jailer repented and believed in the gospel and was baptized. Felix was not like the Philippian jailer. The heart of Felix was a hardened heart. He heard the gospel. He he had the accurate knowledge of the way. But it did not sink into his heart. Remember the parable of the sower? The sower cast the seeds and some landed on the wayside or hardened ground. Immediately, the birds came, ate the seeds which were sowed on the wayside. Similarly, the devil snatched the gospel away from Felix. The word did not work in his heart. There was no conversion. His heart was not converted, for he had a hardened heart. And therefore, he did not bear fruit. No fruit was found in him. When someone hears the gospel, either he is drawn away from Christ or drawn towards Christ. Hear this. When someone hears the gospel, either he is drawn away from Christ or drawn towards Christ. One pastor said something Uh, in this way concerning the response to the gospel. He said, there are only two responses. Number one, belief, acceptance, obedience. Belief, acceptance, obedience. Second response, unbelief, rejection, disobedience. Unbelief, rejection, disobedience. One of these two responses. When somebody hears the gospel, he would respond in one of these two ways. 
So Felix chose unbelief. He rejected the gospel. He disobeyed God's word. So I want to ask you this. Are you Mr. Felix? Are you waiting for a convenient time to respond to the gospel? Remember, time waits for no man. Today is the time. Today is the day of salvation. Do not harden your hearts in rebellion. If you miss it today, you may not get a second chance. You may not get a second chance. So grab the opportunity. Repent of your sins. Every sins. And turn to Jesus. He will gladly receive you. No matter how bad you are, perhaps worse than Mr. Felix, still, Jesus is willing to receive you. Only if you repent of your sins and completely trust in Him. Put all your faith in Him. Rest upon Him. Rest upon Him alone for salvation. My friends, do not delay or procrastinate accepting the gospel. Do not procrastinate trusting Jesus. May today be the turning point in your life. My friend, cry out to the Lord even now. Ask the Lord to have mercy upon you, the sinner. And certainly Jesus will save you. You know, after two years, Felix was succeeded by Porcius Festus. Felix did not release Paul, although he found no charge against him. He had Paul detained even when he left office. Because Felix was a corrupted politician, he wanted money, he wanted to do favor to the Jews, so he did not release Paul. So we examine this text under two headings, judgment delayed, gospel acceptance delayed. But I want to say three things before we leave this text. Number one, do not procrastinate. Do not procrastinate. Do not procrastinate reading of God's word, prayer, Bible study, and worship. And let's talk about worship. If you miss one Sunday, if you miss one Sunday worship and say, well, I will attend worship next Sunday, bear this in your mind. It may not happen on the next Sunday. Because there's a high possibility that you may develop a pattern to miss every Sunday for Worship. Not only worship, but also Bible study, Bible reading, and prayer. So be careful of procrastination. Second, Felix delayed judgment on Paul. But God will not delay his judgment. The day of the final judgment... No one knows. 
but it is certain. And that day will not be procrastinated. It will not be delayed even for a second. And Jesus will judge righteously and perfectly on that day. Third, Felix was terrified concerning judgment. Felix was terrified concerning judgment. Should we be terrified concerning the day of judgment? As believers, should we be terrified concerning the day of judgment? And the answer is no. Let me read to you John chapter 5, verse 24, what Jesus said. Jesus said, Most assuredly, I said to you, He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Did you hear that? Those who believe in God, who sent Jesus Christ, will have eternal life. And those who believe in Jesus Christ will not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. And that is good news to us. Another verse, Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. See, those who are in Christ, those who are Christians, those who are believers of Jesus Christ, will not face condemnation. Why? Because Jesus had already suffered judgment for our sins on the cross. Hence, we need not be terrified concerning judgment. Amen. Let us pray. Our gracious Father, we thank you, Lord, for this text. Father, help us not to procrastinate our response to the gospel. Lord, every time when we hear God's word, may we respond to God's word. May we be transformed by the word of God. May our behavior and attitudes be changed. May we submit to Christ. May we obey the word of God. May we not be just hearers of God's word, but be doers of God's word. Lord, transform our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, grant us grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.